Hi, I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is Eventual Failure of False Beliefs. What is the penalty for being wrong? It's a surprisingly complicated question. The answer depends on many factors. What you got wrong, by how much, the impact of your error, the repercussions for getting something very big, very wrong, varies dramatically depending upon the inherent feedback loop of that particular practice area. Think about what occurs when surgeons or airline pilots get things wrong. The results are immediate, as are the subsequent ramifications. Mess up enough and you are no longer permitted to be in the position to keep practicing, to keep making those errors in your chosen field. Investors suffer a similar, if less fatal, penalty for being wrong. The immediate results are monetary losses, sometimes followed by career damage, even personal bankruptcy. Traders learn early on that it's okay to be wrong, but it's inexcusable to stay wrong. That is the result of an immediate feedback loop when you work in a field that has intense competition and a finite amount of capital. This is why Ray Dalio's first principle is, quote, there is nothing more important than understanding how reality works and how to deal with it, unquote. The challenge we face as a nation is how to get more people to listen to Dalio and to embrace reality. Consider what we saw yesterday in Washington, D.C., and what we have witnessed the past few years and decades. There's a large group of people refusing to embrace reality. They've managed to avoid doing so without penalty and for a long time. This is due to those fields having a feedback loop that is much slower and penalties that are either modest or non-existent. The result? The rise of the professional wrongster, the people who suffer no penalties for their errors or are even rewarded for these errors, regardless of how grotesque. This is a deep flaw a glitch in the matrix that needs to be addressed. Normally, those who embrace false beliefs typically suffer an economic, professional, or personal cost. But the modern world has changed, and it seems we have yet to figure out how to respond to this. Politics, punditry, and media are just some areas where the professional wrongster ply their trades, mostly free from the results of their own errors. As a society, we need to find ways to make feedback loops both faster and stronger in these areas. How did this occur? I have a pet theory. In these fields that have been funded by deep-pocketed, deeply misguided patrons, these are people who are wealthy enough they no longer are dependent on the economy to earn a living. They believe themselves to be immune from social pressures. They're not even part of their broader community. Wall Street has a technical term for this sort of wealth. They call it fuck you money. These wealthy patrons have enabled a network of resources, think tanks, websites, alt media, and other entities that could not survive on their own. They all contribute to a self-reinforcing cycle that bubbles up nonsense from these junk websites and eventually has them surface on mainstream cable channels. I don't even have to name the players or the sites or the brands or the channels. You know exactly who I'm referring to. 
These enablers of all those people who exist within a bubble of their own making while completely steering clear of reality. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was funded by Baron Gottfried von Sweet, a man whose love of music led him to support not just Mozart, but Beethoven and Haydn too. We can still listen to the results of the Baron's generosity centuries later. How will history remember the funders of an alternative reality based on falsehoods and propaganda? For more of my insights, please visit Ritholtz.com.